What's up, guys? Welcome back to the countdown. My name is Ian Farmer. Thank you for listening on this Monday evening. It is technically 4:14 in the afternoon, Eastern Standard Time in the United States. So yeah, it's the evening, and we're back with um, a new episode of the, of the regular countdown. We're going to talk about a little bit of college basketball, and we're going to talk about a little bit of the NFL, including my top 10 teams of the of um, concluding concluding week 10. When I always do this, but without further ado. It's been a long day. Let's get into it. College basketball recap. Villanova and UCLA was the game of the year. First up, I want to shout out the Villanova Wildcats. A lot of us thought that this was just another Villanova Wildcats team. They were going to be good, but it wasn't going to be special. Um, This team looks legit. Uh, They fought hard and actually controlled the game through regulation. Uh, Colin Gillespie played like a veteran. And I think uh, Justin Moore and Jermaine Samuels really... Look good and round out that big three perfectly. Um, but I want to congratulate the UCLA Bruins. Uh, any doubts you had on the UCLA Bruins, they should be gone. They took on a veteran team in Villanova and proved that they know how to close out games, especially at home. Johnny Johnny Duzane looks like um, the star that we all expect and know that he is from the NCAA tournament last season. Paulie has never been so electric and loud. Um, UCLA is arguably the most fun team to watch in college basketball, in my opinion. Um, you can you can't deny that they look good on Friday night. Um, I still want to see UCLA play in the, on the road, but uh, Friday night they look good, and I can't wait to see what's next for them. That was the game of the year. Uh, went to sleep. I went, I went to sleep. It was around uh, towards the end of the first half, and I. Uh, Woke up, I didn't check the score, I watched the highlights, and it was a very interesting game, especially not knowing who won. Uh, Duke beats Kentucky. Uh, Duke looks like a good team this year. I like what Duke has going for him with, um, I still get, still get pronounced his name, uh, Paulo Benchero, whatever it is. Um, Coach K's last season, a great way to start it off um, with his, with his Pharaoh, um tour is to beat Kentucky. A team that uh, he has a lot of history with, and uh, they did win 79-71. But Kentucky looked good. Oscar, uh, Oscar Tashuibi, however you say his name, I'm not good with these names. Um, 17 rebounds, 16 points, played really good. Severe Willard looks like he could be potentially the best player on the Wildcats. Uh, seven, uh, no, 16 points, played amazing. Kellen Grady, this is Coach Cal's. Um, this is Coach Cal's most experienced team through um, in the Cal era since he's been at Kentucky. Uh, the only um, big freshman they really have, well, um, Hopkins, Bryce Hopkins, but their main freshman is Tata Washington. Outside of that, they have all four of their five starters or uh, uh, transfers, but you have to like, you have to like what you're seeing from, from Kentucky. That is my team, so I'm definitely like what I've seen from Kentucky. Uh, Gonzaga, though, they did beat Texas and blew him out. Drew Timmy, man, I keep on saying he is the player of the year. Johnny Juzang is great, but Drew Timmy, in my opinion, is the player of the year. He had 37 points, a career night for him. It's something that he had a career night against a top-five team, but he did just that. Shit hunger looks like he may just be the number one pick in the um, NBA draft. He can do everything. Often um, on both sides of the floor can rebound, has guard abilities. Um, and like I've said, I mean, Gonzaga is arguably the most stacked team in college basketball this season. 
Uh, Drew Timmy, who's arguably the best player in college basketball. Shit Holmgren, arguably the best freshman in college basketball. They have um, a guy like Hunter Salas, who's one of the best wings in college basketball. Gonzaga is stacked. Maybe not as stacked as they were last season, but they are stacked. And they won't see Baylor. They won't see Davion Mitchell and Jared Butler in um, late in the... Uh, they won't see him in March this season. So I like what Gonzaga really does have going for him. Uh, before I move on to the NFL, here goes my phone. <laughs> uh, before I go to um, the NFL for a minute, let's talk about the AP poll. Okay, so the new men's basketball AP poll came out today. You guys know I'm on college basketball, so you're going to hear about it a lot over the course of the countdown, over the course of the college basketball season. Uh, Michigan moved up to number four, which I do agree with. Um, Villanova moved down to number five, just from number four. That they did lose to the number two team in the country, so I definitely see why the committee did not move them down any farther than just one spot. Uh, Purdue and um, Purdue moves up. Texas goes down three. I definitely agree with that. They did face the number one team in the nation, so no more than three spots sounds about right. Duke um, beating Kentucky definitely deserved the right to move up to number seven with teams with a team like Texas losing, um, passing them up. Uh, Kentucky moved down to number 13, only three spots, losing to a team that was ranked higher than them. So, I like what I see from the AP poll. Uh, UCLA is still number two. Gonzaga is number one. Kansas is still three. Uh, I, th- I, th- I think they played Michigan State really well. I really do. Uh, Purdue, which is 2-0. and Baylor, 1-0. and Illinois, so I think it's the best team in the Big Ten. And uh, Memphis and Oregon, that rounds out the top 13. I like uh, the college basketball committee a lot better than the college football committee. Uh, I think they have, they make a lot smarter decisions, a lot smarter moves week by week than the college football committee. The only thing that college football really has as far as like polls go is the college football playoff, which um, is actually very cool. But other than that, the college basketball committee is way better. I'm, I'm going to talk, I'm going I'm to have an episode on why college basketball is just way better than college football. I'm going to have an episode on it. But let's move on to the NFL. The Patriots blow out the Browns. Baker Mayfield does not look good at all. The Browns look like they probably won't even make the playoffs this season after almost beating um, the the defending Super Bowl champs and the runner-ups last season, the Kansas City Chiefs, which we're going to get to in just a little bit. You already know. You already know. You saw that last night. But Matt Jones and the Patriots. I had this argument with my friend earlier. Are the Patriots the top three team in the AFC? Look at the AFC. I know the Patriots are 6-4. and four. I know. I know. But look at the AFC. The Browns and the AFC, they just blew out the Browns. They're better than the Browns right now. Uh, let's, let's remove the Bills and Titans from this uh, debate because they are better than the Patriots. Uh, Baltimore just lost to Miami, a team that only won three games all season. Pittsburgh just... Um, um, an 0-8 team just gave them the best... Um, Detroit played Pittsburgh the best that they have played all season. Uh, Kansas City did win last time. They won very well. But I still think they have a little bit to prove before we can say that they're a top three team in the AFC. Chargers have lost and lost. The Raiders just lost. Uh, the Bengals have lost like three straight. Uh, the Colts, I love, love the Colts, but they did only beat Jacksonville by like six. They just beat Cleveland, Denver, no. So, are they a top three team in the AFC? Absolutely. Right now, absolutely. Absolutely. They did beat Cleveland 45-7 to yesterday. Baker Mayfield. No, I, they did actually substitute in uh, Case Keenum. Uh, Matt Jones had, it was 19-23, 198 yards, three touchdowns. Great game. Great game. 
That's in the 80s, 90s completion percentage. Um, yeah, I love what New England has going for him. And see, Matt Jones is a rookie quarterback. This is Bill Belichick. 45 points against um, Cleveland. A great defense. 45 points. That, not discrediting Matt Jones. Not discrediting the receivers, the running back, the offensive line, anything. Because it's all, really, honestly, it's all decent besides maybe the receiving game. Um, but without Bill, without Bill Belichick, they're not doing this. Bill Belichick is the best coach of all time. And he is the reason, a big part of the reason why the Patriots are winning so convincingly. And why they're going on a run right now. Uh, they will definitely make the playoffs this season. I think they'll be around the fifth seed because the Bills will win that uh, that division. But love what I'm seeing from the Patriots right now. They are legit. Oh, let's move on. Okay. Well, we're going to talk about it. The Chiefs are back. The Chiefs have struggled this season. There's no doubt. The Chiefs have not been themselves this season. They did. Um, they barely beat the Packers without Aaron Rodgers. Uh, they got blown out by the Titans, 27-3, a team that two years ago they convincingly beat in the AFC Championship game. Um, they barely beat the Giants, who have su- really struggled this season. Um, got blown out by the Bills. So they've struggled this season. But the Raiders, a, a team that was 5-3 and three before going into this game, they were in the playoffs. They won 41-14. to 14. Patrick Mahomes also gave me 51 fantasy points. So thank you, Patrick Mahomes, for almost getting me the win. I still didn't win. But... Um, anyways, 35 of 50, 406 yards, 5 touchdowns. Uh, they didn't run the ball a whole lot. Eight, 11 carries for Darrell Williams. Travis Kelsey, 8 receptions, 119 yards. The Chiefs are back. You look at the rest of their schedule. Um, they got the Cowboys next week. That's going to be a good game. Wow. I think next week against the Cowboys will really test the Chiefs. We'll see if they're really back or not. They don't have to beat the Cowboys because the Cowboys have so much momentum going for them. It is in Kansas City, though. It is in Kansas City. Uh, if they can, you know, lose by 7-10, I think we can say that they're going to make a run to the playoffs. I mean, right now they are number one in the AFC West. The Chargers have struggled, and then they beat the Raiders last night. Denver is not good. So that would be make sense. They will make the playoffs if they do win that division. We got the Broncos, the Raiders again, and Kansas City this time. Chargers who are struggling, the Steelers. The Bengals have lost three straight. Broncos again. So don't think the Chiefs can make the playoffs because they will make the playoffs this season. Um, after what I saw from last night, I think the Chiefs will make the playoffs. As it goes for the Raiders, I do not discredit the Raiders at all. Their car still had a good game. 25-35, 261 yards, two touchdowns, only one interception. Derek Carr also took it on the run a little bit. Three carries, 18 yards. Their car's running. Their car's running. Uh, but Raiders fans don't freak out. Um... Could have just lost to a, a, a Super Bowl contender. We'll have to wait and see. But do I think the Chiefs are back? Yeah, I think the Chiefs are back. I think they still have a lot to prove. But I think they're back. I think they um, will go on a little run here. I think they'll definitely make the playoffs. Uh, I could really, I mean, let's let's just say they lose to the Cowboys next week. Let's just say it. They could literally be the only game they lose the rest of the season. They could, be, they could still be 12-5. I like the Chiefs. Um... I think they're going to go on a little run here. Let's move on. I hope I'm not rushing it. I really hope I'm not rushing it. You feel me? You feel me? I hope I'm not rushing it. But, um, I said long day, long day. But top 10 NFL teams, you already know how it goes. We're going to get into it. Number 10, my Carolina Panthers, okay? I am going to save 
the Panthers this week for Keep Flying, which will be out tomorrow, of course. Um, we're going to talk about the Hornets win over the Warriors, too. That was really, really nice. Um, but number 10 Panthers, I will briefly say, Cam Newton is back. He played. He came in for a few plays um, and had two touchdowns. That is insane. P.J. Walker, backup quarterback, really stepped up um, and delivered yesterday. Our defense looks like it. it's definitely top seven. It might be top five by the end of the season. The Panthers' defense is loaded. That's all, that's all I'm going to say about the Panthers, but they looked really, really nice yesterday. Number nine is the Bucks. The Bucks can't take a can't catch a break, man. They lose to Washington. They lose to New Orleans. They are struggling. Um, I'm not really worried about Tampa Bay because I do understand that Tampa Bay is not all about the playoffs. I um, they are all about the playoffs. I understand that they are not focused on their own regular season. As long as they get in, they'll be okay with it. Um, the New Orleans and Panthers are both in the playoffs today, but I do feel like they. Um, think that they will make they that they will win the they will win the division, so not too worried about the Bucks. But I do have them at number nine. Eight is the Chiefs. I gotta put the Chiefs up here. Fact of the matter is, guys, they are six and four. They have they are not a terrible team. They're just not what they have been the previous years. The Chiefs, like I said, they're gonna go on a little run here. I just talked about them, but Chiefs at eight. Seven is Green Bay because Green Bay with Devontae Adams and Valdez Scandling. And Alan Lazard and all the weapons, they look like they um, are going to be legit. They played the Seahawks yesterday, shut out the Seahawks for the first time since 2011. The Packers defense looks the best it has been in years. Um, and the Packers um, offense is obviously good. Um, Aaron Rodgers is back from his back um, his little vaccination uh, scandal. Um, and Aaron, and Aaron, but Aaron, Rodgers, um, Aaron Jones is out one to two weeks. But overall, I can't put the Packers any lower than seven. Six is the Patriots. The Patriots are on a roll. Like I've already talked about them on this part, on this episode today. The Patriots are on a run. Bill Belichick, the best coach of all time. Um, a loaded defense. A good offense. Patriots at six because of what they've been doing lately. Five is the Rams. What do you want me to say? Seven and two. They're going to beat the 49ers tonight. That's why I don't have any doubts. They're going to beat San Francisco tonight. They're going to keep moving. Matthew Stafford had a little in, um, injury problem. Came back in the game. I know Robert Woods is out. They just got Odell Beckham. Um, running game is established. They just got Vaughn Miller. Best defense in the NFL. I don't know what else you want me to say. By the end of the season, I think they'll be number one. Number four is the Cardinals now. Will the Cardinals be number one or number two? Usually, yes, they would. They did lose to the Panthers yesterday. I know they don't have Colin Murray or DeAndre Hopkins, but that's the reason why they're not up there is because right now it would be hard for them to beat a lot of these teams. Now, with Kyler, now fully healthy, I see the Cardinals had the, had the um, chance to arguably to be the best team in the NFL, but right now I can't put them any higher than around four or five because they're not fully healthy. Three is the Cowboys. The Cowboys blew out the Cow- um. They didn't blow out the Cowboys. They blew out the Falcons, forty-three to three yesterday. That's one of the biggest wins of the NFL season. Uh, defense has obviously stepped up um, from last season. The defense is only getting better and better. Um, Dak is back. Zeke. They have established run game, receiving game. I don't know what you want me to say about the Cowboys. They're just winning, and they're number three. Two is Tennessee. Now, Tennessee did barely beat New Orleans yesterday, 
But I think New Orleans as his team is pretty good. They do uh, the Saints would be number eleven on these power rankings. Um, if they if it went to eleven, um, no doubt on the Titans, their defense is the best it has ever looked. Their offense is playing great without Derrick Henry right now. They're winning, so I'll put them at two. And at number one is the Buffalo Bills. They lost to the Jaguars. I said it was just a fluke. Was it going to affect them? They'll be back. And they're back. They blew out the Jets. Um, who has, yeah, They have won a few games here um, in the last few weeks. Blow out the Jets. I think the Bills are going to meet. I don't know what team is going to make it out of the NFC. I think it's the Rams. Not sure. But I think the Bills are going to make it to the Super Bowl this season. Um, in the AFC, it is the Bills moment. It is one of the best. They do it. This is one of the Bills' best chances to win the Super Bowl, and I think they get it done. This season, I think they make it. I, th- I don't know if they'll win, but I think they'll make the Super Bowl this season. Um, and yes, that does round out my top 10, so I got so much congestion to you guys. I'm just trying to put out content for you all. It has, uh, uh, it's quite outside, but uh, my voice is dead. I know, I'm sorry, but thank you for listening today. Tomorrow's keep flying. That'll be really interesting to hear what I have to say about my boy Cam Newton and my Carolina Panthers and my Charlotte Hornets, LaMelo Ball. Um, both of that. I'm going to talk about both of that. But I want to thank you guys for listening to the countdown today. I love you guys, and I'll see you all tomorrow. Wednesday and Friday, both regular episodes of the countdown. Love you all. Peace.